Blog Talk Radio. Yo, what's poppin', my nigga? It's PSA Hip Hop, man. My brother Watson, what's good, man? What's good, brother? What is poppin'? Happy 4th of July weekend. Come sir. Let's say to you also, my brother. My man, let's get some NBA free agency talk out the way for the show, man. What is your take on all these rumors that's going on, man? Obviously, with the 30th tomorrow, is the beginning of our free agency at 6 o'clock p.m. tomorrow. Yes. Um, well, being that I'm in New York, the only thing I'm hearing about is, did you see? They said Kawhi and KD might be coming to New York. That's all they're talking about here. I'm not buying and that. I'm, just, I'm not falling for that. And, and I'm not buying it either. And I'm just like, Wow. Just to show you how ill NBA talk is, it's dominating sports conversation. Like off-season NBA talk, especially in New York right now, with this KD and Kawhi might be coming to New York, New York fans are basically having an orgasm. I don't know why, because there's talks about Kyrie and KD going to Brooklyn first. You know what I'm saying? And I have a feeling that's going to happen more than KD and Kawhi. This thing about Kawhi leaving, I don't, I don't get it. I guess he's giving the signal that he's going to meet with people, but I, I don't get it. What's your take on LeBron um, going oh, to meet, ca- calling up uh, Kawhi and stuff? Like LeBron is going full court to um, basically recruit. So let it, so let it buy some rings. Before it's way before he, he, exit out of the NBA, I think he wants this ring this year because it's a realistic yeah. shot to get a ring. Okay, rings. I think he wants to get rings because it's very realistic. Because, um, because K, they know KD's going this year, so there's a very realistic chance that KD that you can get a ring this year. And right. I think that's what they, I think that's what they are basically hoping is going to happen. If I'm the Lakers, though, I'm listen. I understand they want they might want to get a Kyrie in there, or they might want to get a Kawhi in there, man. But like I told you weeks ago, bro, I'd rather them just fill out the roster. If you're going to get a Brockton or a Brook, bring back with Brook Lopez, or I don't know if D'Angelo Russell is into the conversation, bringing him back to L.A. I wouldn't mind seeing D'Angelo Russell come back to L.A. I think that would be dope. You know what I'm saying? So, I think Kawhi going to the Lakers, I'll throw up. I don't want that. I don't want Kawhi, A.D., and LeBron on the same team, Watson. I'm not trying to see that kind of basketball. Well, you know who wants to see that kind of basketball? LeBron wants to see that kind of basketball. That's the kind of basketball he wants to see. You know what I'm saying? Obviously. That's what he wants Obviously. to see. So he doesn't share your uh, your concerns. He's really yeah, wanting yeah, to win. Yeah. 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 What do you think? Listen, and if you're, if you're going to team up with KD, whether it's Kyrie or, or Kawhi, they have to be conscious enough to know that we're not going to get a full strength KD till 2020. And I'm not, I'm not even talking about January of 2020. I'm talking about November of 2020. 
not even this season coming up, the following season. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, it's not enough. It's not enough. Um, what do you think about Mike Conley going to the Utah Jazz with your guy, Donovan Mitchell, your boy? I think that's a better – I think he, he, he compliments Spidey Mitchell more than um, – Rubio. More than, uh, you know who I'm talking about, the white guy. Ricky Rubio. He compl- Rubio. Yeah, he compliments him better than Ricky Rubio. By far. You know what I'm saying? That team is going to be a very good defensive team, man. With Conley, Ingles, um, what's their son's name? Uh, Rudy Gobert, uh, Spidey Mitchell, you know, Jay Crowder. Yeah. They got a nice team over there. They could be fighting for that fourth seed, right? Fourth, fifth seed in the West. That's gonna be dope. That's gonna be dope. Um, fighting for that. Well, fifth seed. seed. Well, listen, we're not even talking yeah. about the Denver Nuggets. I think the Nuggets are gonna be back again. What do you say? I think we should talk about the Denver Nuggets. I think the media narrative next year will be they're going to push for Jokic to be the MVP. If they have a winning Why record, would they push if that? they have the thing, because that's how the well because. As someone who is an avid, diehard follower of how the NBA works and how NBA sports writers work, this is absolutely – do you see where he came in, how highly ranked he was in, uh, in the MVP voting this year? Did you see where he was ranked? He like so, he ranked number so, three no, or four, no, no. So what I'm saying is he does the same thing again next year. They're going to put him in serious MVP contention because they're about this thing where they create narrative and they stay, and they stay by it. You know what I'm saying? So basically, there's nothing James Harden can do to get another MVP. Literally nothing. But so that, I think that's, that's, that's going to be hard it. to do, Watson, because Marvy's over there with him. It's going to be hard for no, the no, Joker to get an MVP with the, with the point guard they got on that squad. That, that's, that's, that's absolutely not true. Jordan had no I problem totally getting the MVP. Jordan had no problem getting MVP with, with Scottie Pippen being a um, team. My man. There was a big margin in scoring. Jordan averaged 30, 29, 30. Scotty averaged 21 career points. So what I'm saying is that Scotty was all defensive, number one. He was first team with him. Like, Scotty's greatness never hampered what, what people decided to do with Jordan. Nokic will be no less than one or two in MVP voting next year. I got LeBron number one or two. No, yeah. Nah, not LeBron, nah. Another AD on the squad. It's going to be hard for him to get an MVP. You know what I mean? Um, what do you think about my Knicks being interested in three guys I want to talk about? Terry Rozier, Boogie Cousins, and Julius Randle. Uh, I don't think they're going to go get uh, Boog, uh, Boogie Rozier because they're offering him only one year, and that one year is basically not enough for him. That one year is not enough for him. But I do think Terry Rozier and Julius Randolph are good pickups. The Knicks are a young team. They're doing a, a, right. this rebuilding process. So, you know, that's that's what's going to happen. I wouldn't mind and the animal also coming to, guys, to the Knicks. Just to stick it to Brooklyn. But, uh, well, it depends. It depends on if they get Kyrie or not. If they don't get Kyrie, he's staying in Brooklyn. I don't think he's staying in Brooklyn. I think that relationship. You know, how could you go back to Brooklyn after they basically said they didn't want you no more without saying it? 
why they ain't lock you up yet. You know what I mean? Okay. Well, we'll, we'll not, see. Cause that, see, see, here's what's happening. Nobody wants to make a move first. Everybody's trying to see who's doing what. Like right now, everybody's trying to see where's Jimmy Butler going. What is Kawhi going to do? Is KD. And, and from what Brian Winger said, um, KD is going to take his time. So I think teams are waiting to see who goes with before they make their move. But I'll tell you who's who's in the greatest position of all time, Jimmy Butler. There's, there's no question. Why do you say that? Because everybody wants Why do you say that? Because yeah, everybody Lakers, wants him. He's getting a guarantee. Yeah, Lakers, he's getting sure. a guarantee four years, 190. He's getting – think about this. Just think about this. Put this in perspective. Kings are dying to give Jimmy Butler the same exact contract Kawhi's going to get. And they're, and, they will, and they're dying to give him that contract. Just to show you how – wow, this is the greatest year to be a Supermax player in the history of the NBA. If you're Jimmy Butler, what do you do, though? Because he's go back to Philly, or I see um, Daryl Morey and those guys in Houston trying to trade Eric. Was it Eric Gordon? I thought it was P.J. Tucker and Capella. I guess they'll trade him to Philly. Rocking with that? Yes. Really? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. How did Jimmy Butler, James Harden, and Chris Paul going to work out, my guy? At all. James, I don't think James Harden could play with a guy like Jimmy Butler, man. Jimmy Butler's not going to be the guy to sit in the corner while James Harden does five dribbles before he decides to take it to the hoop. Like, I don't see how that works. No, I no, I understand that. Tell me, I understand that. But what I'm saying is that here's with Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler's in a win-win situation. You know how uh, NBA players always say, I got to do what's best for my family and and all this yep. garbage. Well, Trust me, he's getting a four-year guarantee, $190 million. There's, there's no wrong move he can make, whether he doesn't win a championship or if he does. He, if he stays in Philly, he's on a title contender. If he goes to the Lakers, he's on a title contender. So Jimmy Butler, there's no wrong move for Jimmy Butler. Like, I'm pretty sure Joel Embiid wants him to come back. Because Joel Embiid is looking at it. It's just me and Ben Simmons. Nah, this guy has no jump shot. We, we can't do this. I'm going to need help. And then Joel Embiid is always injury prone. So I don't know. I thought um, Elton Brand said he's going to sign Tobias Harris and um, Jimmy Butler back. We're going to have a conversation. Well, he's going to he's going to put the offers up. This is going to be it's going to be up for them to take it. See, this is what's happening. Everybody's looking at this year is. We have a full year to win a championship without KD. So everybody wants to go all out. Houston wants to go all out. The Lakers want to go all out. Philly wants to go all out. And, yo, that's what it is. I don't know what's this fixation with Brooklyn. Why would Kyrie want to go to Brooklyn for? The hell? Brooklyn? Because if Kyrie met Brooklyn, because Kyrie, Kyrie knows what I know. Brooklyn is New York City. Kyrie knows what I know. Brooklyn is New York City. Brooklyn is not is not New York basketball. Let's not do that. Let's say that we're not going to do an Brooklyn, Brooklyn is not New York basketball. Brooklyn is not New York basketball. No, it's not. Hell no. What are you talking about? Okay. 
Okay. Talking about what kind of person is that? Peter Vesting will disagree with you. I talk to him on Twitter every other day, and he tells me about Brooklyn basketball. He wrote about the greatest high school game. He said the greatest high school game and the greatest high school basketball team is Wingate High School. Wingate. What does Wingate have to do with the NBA, my guy? Brooklyn. Brooklyn basketball. New Jersey basketball. They still the goddamn... New Jersey Nets, in my opinion. I will always call them the New Jersey Nets. That's their name. Well, it's not that they're Dinwiddie. Okay. Brooklyn? Brooklyn? Listen, I wouldn't mind my Knicks getting Boogie Cousins. But I don't see it. It doesn't make sense getting Boogie on a one-year deal also. It doesn't make sense. You're going to be there for one year to do what? Even though I do feel the Knicks do need some veterans around these young guys, though. I don't know why Kyrie and KD or, or KD and Kyrie and Kawhi just don't come to the Knicks. You got R.J. Barrett, Knox, Dennis Smith Jr., Mitchell Robinson, Dotson. You got a pretty nice squad. No, you don't. To build a, and well, here's no, the we problem. Do. KD is not going to play next year. That's the problem. KD's not playing. I know. So He's a child win right now. Well, that means except yeah, play that whoever decides to play with KD, that's the whole lot of KD, sport that KD comes back for one year. Yeah, KD's that important. KD, think about how important KD is. His injury changed the whole – it changed everything, man. Yeah. And everybody wants to see what's, what's his next plan, what's his next move, and all this other stuff. Here, man. You know what I mean? Um, what do you think about this conversation, Andre Iguodala? I want everybody under the bus, basically. Going to the um, club and all that. Um, I think because KD's his good friend, it really personally hurt him and bothered him about how the season went down. This is a season that should not have happened. They were so thirsty to win this championship that they damn near ended their dynasty. We may look at this as the end of the five-year dynasty run. And I'm cool. And when and when you look at it, like when you look at it too, like really, you know what I'm saying? And 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 you know you you can't look at it that way. Like me and you are old enough to remember the Laker dynasty with Magic. Magic used to go to championships to win them. Magic used to go to championships and lose them. But he never completely the Laker franchise never completely just freaked out. You know what I'm saying? They just say, okay, we lost the year, we'll come back next year and win it. There was no long-term thinking in, 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 in Golden State. They were so scared that KD was going to leave that they wanted to get everything they could from him. And they fucking lost. Really, really, really disappointing. Well, KD, KD didn't have to play. He wanted to play also. I'm going to just put that on the organization only. I'm, put, I'm, I'm putting it on the organization. Here's why. Because the organization says, KD, you can't play. You're not ready. It's that simple. I don't give a fuck how much you want to play. We we looking at you. We see that the structural tears in your body, if you do one wrong pivot or something, it could potentially tear ACL. He didn't have that conversation. And if, if he did, it was like, nah, I got to play, I got to play. You know what you say? No, you're not playing. Me and you have seen teams shut players down. i give you a perfect example. We watched the Boston Celtics shut Kevin Durant down one year when they was making a serious playoff run. They just shut him down. It's like, you know what? 
we got we 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 got a four year plan with this dude. They just shut him down. You remember that year? That was like the second yeah. year he was there when he got and, and they just say, uh uh-uh, uh, we're not gonna let you play. So to me, they just they were so thirsty to get this last championship that they just threw shit away, man. Should bother me, man. Um, what's your take on the Steph Curry um, stuff that people are saying? Iguodala said that NBA players don't like him because of his baby face, his skin complexion, and all this crazy shit. What do you think about all that? I, I 1,000 million percent agree. What 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 they're saying is what um is what is what is what hip hop rappers go through. You know what I'm saying? Rappers are looking at Steph Curry as someone who's privileged. He didn't grow up in the hood and the struggle, and like he ain't. It's it's almost unbelievable that NBA players hit on Steph Curry because as we watch the games, we watch our teams try to play him, where they focus their entire defense to shut him down. We watch how when he scores on players, how demoralizing he is. Steph Curry is the reason why Sebastian Telfair and Nate Robinson are not in the NBA. Does anybody know that? Four years ago, them, they were waived literally the next day that Steph Curry dropped like 40 on them. Yeah. That was the year he won his first MVP. But nobody understands how great Steph Curry is. Fuck these NBA players hating on Steph Curry because he didn't go up right, the hood. Yeah. Like my man said, fuck the hood. All right, then. Yeah. And the light skin thing, you know, uh, listen, us black people, man, we have this light skin versus dark skin thing, which I think is ridiculous, in my opinion. You know what I mean? What it is, what it is. You know? So, I'm looking at this. This NBA free agency is probably going to be the best free agency you've ever seen, right? In our lifetime. No, 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 no way. It's not going to be the best free agency we've ever seen. Come on, we seen mad. We seen mad. Not like this. Uh, not like this. Watching. Come on. Not like that. Not with a bunch of Clay Thompson, KD, Kyrie. Like we never seen Jordan, Magic, and shit like that. All these guys. Are, you know what I'm saying? Obviously, free agency is different compared to where it was back in the day. But you know, it is what it is. Okay. You know what I mean? All right, my team. King of the Dot drop release, the Danny Myers versus Disaster. Uh, one of your favorite battle rappers, the guy you always say who's very New York influenced. And it's so funny, you've been saying that for a couple of years, and it Disaster kind of into what you've been saying about Danny from these last couple of years, though, man. But what do you think about that before we get into the meats and potatoes of the battle? What did you think about the overall battle first? Oh, I I thought it was, do you have expectations for this going into this battle? Yeah, I, I, I thought this was going to be a great battle that lived up to the expectations. Um, I like this battle better than Verb Mook. I like Agreed. this battle better. I like this battle. I thought that this battle was... It was better than Verb battle. I said. They took they took this but yes, yes, yes. It was better than that. It was better than that. I think this was the battle with the LA battle rap scene for people who were ignorant of LA's battle rap culture. You you saw it. You saw it in, in full fruition. And the lyricism in this battle 
was the best lyrical miracle lyricism you're probably gonna see in a battle. And I'm a, I'm gonna be very confident when I say this. URL battle rap fans will not feel this battle. That ain't a battle for them. That ain't a battle that they so can just... or appreciate. If you like battle rap, should you not just appreciate this battle for what it is? For everything we nope, just said, nope, why you nope. like the because, because what they, because like Lloyd Banks said in the tweet, I never thought we'd get to a time in, in rap where lyrical spitting yeah. gets clowned. Lloyd Banks said that because because you know you read a lot of oh this lyrical miracle stuff. Oh, everybody talk about this lyrical miracle. Can you imagine we're actually debating if being super dead nice lyrically is you can be clowned on it. This yeah. battle was everything the URL battle rap fan does not like about battle rap. I disagree. Why would you not? How would you not and, like here's, and here's why. And here's why I'm a hundred thousand percent justified. How has Danny Myers and Disaster done on URL? Would you agree that this battle was better than any battle they've ever had on URL between the both of them? Ooh. Danny, well, I've been saying, I've said this numerous times. Danny's best battles have been what? Off URL. I've been seeing this for two to three years. So, so. And, 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 and would you agree that Disaster's best battles have been off URL? That's not a shadow of a doubt. He doesn't it's have a lot of battles on URL. He only has point. two battles. But son, he only has two battles on URL. But, but it's so kind of hard to gauge that. Hey, Rock and T Rex, you got the right. top dudes. And he lost both of those battles. The point I'm making is, as long as these two brothers have been in battle rap, URL battles aren't the battles they shine in. Because it's the atmosphere, it's the environment, it's the mentality. So this so battle... So are you saying only backpackers? Are you only saying backpackers and white people are going to like this battle? No, no. I'm saying this battle was an anti-URL battle. Why? Because of West gun bars? Because it was because it was rapid, it was real rapid. Okay. And I'm gonna tell you something that people don't understand if you follow battle rap. When have you seen disaster going to a battle rap and not do a lot of freestyling or freestyle for that matter? Right. When have you ever seen disaster battles an opponent and not spend numerous minutes freestyling? I've I done strange. that before. It's not the norm, but he hasn't done that in a, in a lot. You know what I'm saying? But this is his King of the Dot return. Also, let's not forget that also he hasn't, you know, he's had a lot of choice words for King of the Dot throughout the year. So it's good to see um, King of the Dot and Disaster mend those fences, so to speak. And they put all the little stuff they had in the past and, you know, for the sake of battle rap. But let's get into this, Watson, man. Round one, your guy, Danny Myers, the bar guard, Mr. Parallel Universe. He said, you did not, you didn't put me in your movie out the gate. Talk about how the bastard didn't put him in the movie body. Um, uh, why oh, trip, come on. Let me just say, uh, I, I, I love, I love that. I loved it. With how the Danny gate. started that shit off, you were faggot for not putting me in the movie. I love that. That was such a setup. I was like, "Wow, I'm about to watch an hour battle, and I'm already entertained." Well, why trip on a part of a body when I'm about to leave body parts? I like that line, Danny. 
um, since Traffic 3, Danny talked about Diz losing to Rock. Um, He's going to say, I ain't a legend, trying to play me like I ain't top five. Bitch, I'll stick avocado up your mama boom boom and watch it live. That was cool. Um, the counterintelligence line, the Iron Sheik line I like from Danny. Talked about disaster not coming to New York. You know, he'd have to watch his back if he ever battled in New York. Are we ever going to see disaster in NYC? you think we'll ever see that again? We have to see Math and him on cam showing love before he feels comfortable ever coming back to New York City. Then you battle a Soviet. I peeped how you was rhyming with him. But I make sure y'all get the same welcome to com- communism. Stop rushing stop rush mm. your punches. They get rocky for you. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. You battle that, 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 that wasn't super ill. That wasn't super so, ill, what he said to him. That was so, super ill. Anti-URL bars. Anti-URL bars. Um, the Buster, Disaster Strikes. We can appreciate that line. Oh. Having a disaster. You know I album, appreciate that line. Of course. 1997, of course. Um, the CIA Crack City line was cold. Talk to me watching about Danny Myers' first round, my brother. I thought Danny Myers gave disaster what disaster always feels he does to other MCs. When he thinks he can just get so intricate, lyrical, and break you down, and and just be so super ill with it, and and Danny's saying, "No, I'm the one who does that." Like it's uh, you know throughout this battle, he kept referring to himself as the goat. You know, I call him the king of Harlem. He oh, refers to himself as the goat, and um, but I really, really thoroughly enjoyed Danny's first round. I will say. What a pet peeve I was having, and I'm I don't I don't okay. know if I'm gonna subtract points, but how he kept he was so excited for this battle that between his rounds he would just start yelling and going crazy like he was having a conversation or something. Yeah, man. Yeah, that. But that's what Danny does. He didn't need to say that. Okay, here's the thing: he did not need to do that. Not for this crowd, and not for the people watching this battle. We know what time it is. Um, I'm used to, you know, URL, J- JC battles doing that, constantly stopping, like, did y'all get that? Look, I'm nice, I'm nice, I'm nice. Come on, and you did not have to do that because the bars spoke for themselves. So to me, that's just me nitpicking. All right. Disaster round one, Watson. Um, there's Attack Danny's um, Parallel Universe line. thought it was okay. Um, he went into attacking Danny, you know, with some of his bars that he did not like. Are you cool with battle rappers when they battle somebody, they attack their opponent about certain lines their opponent said in previous battles? Yes, I, I love it because it shows, because what that does is they're trying to say, my pen is better than yours. And they, I love that, man. That's just like, they like, I'm deconstructing your rhymes and I'm going to prove that he was either whack what you said or I'm going to say it better than you said it. So I have no problem when battle rappers do that. I can sense the tension in the air. If you're sensitive, go elsewhere, because this shit is intense. Somebody got to, somebody got to kill in here. 
in the sense you already intensive care. But if I see you with my sixth sense, that's when the consensus is there. That was a cool line about this. Um, the builder bread, the builder um bread line. I thought that was solid about this also. Um, he said I keep it tapping. I keep it crippling in my circle, but don't let that go over your head because I still have a blood at your front door like Passover. That line was cool. Uh, the white in the face. Sammy Sosa line, we can appreciate that. Sammy Sosa, white in the face line, I did appreciate that. Um, I did like my favorite line from Diz in this in this um round was when he said, "The land, this, this, the landlord of this rap culture, slash your throat with a tacoba. That's an African sword only your ancestors will know of. I don't even need a can. Fuck a can. I'm an axe thrower. I slash you so fast you'll catch a gas wound so bad." Shit will look like I opened up your back with a can opener. <laughs> and disaster rap mad long. He got real longer than um Danny Myers in his first round, man. I did not like disasters, Mr. Potato Line. Nah, just wait for it. <clears throat> did not like that, man. Um, talking about Danny not throwing down at the King of the Thought event when Diz and Mass had their altercation. We said your whole ass has no hands like a digital box. Talk to me, man, about the Dastas first round. And who you have winning the first round? Uh, I really enjoyed Disaster's first round. But I liked uh, Danny's better. It just appealed okay. to me more. It's a preference to me. And, you know, Danny appealed to everything that I think, that I love about hip-hop. Um, I thought Disaster was ill, though. There's no question about it. But I, I'm giving Danny a round one. Okay, I'm I'm cool with that. Edging right now, are you still edging Danny round even Danny round one, even though Disaster got more bars off? Disaster got more bars off in every round. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Danny, you should have called time on Diz a couple of times, man. I would have, man. That's just me though. But I agree with Watson. I'm gonna edge Danny Myers the first round, man. Uh, round two. Danny Myers, as of late, Watson, a couple of times, you and I recapped Danny Myers' battles. He's got into his rebuttal bag, sir. You know what I mean? Um, he DM'd the um, rebuttal, the millionaire line by Diz. Uh, he rebuttaled the Sammy Sosa line. He rebuttaled the Grateful Dead line. He even said five rebuttals. But I would say, Watson, even though he rebuttaled five of those things, with my Chef Trez voice, I would say five of those rebuttals were fire. I would say probably two were really dope and other three were okay. So to me, it's like, even though you rebuttal, that doesn't mean it's fire. What did you think about Danny's well, rebuttals? His, five of those things. His, I, I, I loved Danny's rebuttals because he did what Diz did not do in this battle, which was rebuttal, which was something Does I he found. Have to Does this have to rebuttal? Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't have to. I've never. Have you ever seen a Hollow the Dawn battle with Hollow in rebuttal or freestyle ever? Ever? What have you ever seen a Hollow the Dawn battle? Wait, wait a minute. Where Hollow just spit his 16s or his 32s or his 64s and and nothing else? I would have to. I would have to go back and watch the game tapes. But I'm not. I'm saying a lot. Is I would say a large percentage of Hollow's battles are him freestyling rebuttaling. I would say that. No one would have. No one would have. Guess that in a battle like this, Danny Myers would be the one 
to rebuttal and rebuttal five different things. To me, that was ill because even though the rebuttals wasn't the haymaker, showstopper rebuttals like Charlie Clips talking about the, the stripper with the stretch marks and some of madness too, you know what I'm saying? But I like how he was rebuttaling him, pointing, meaning he was listening to everything this said, was rebuttaling it and counting it down. That's four. That's five. Like, I like that. That's like, yo, my nigga, I'm showing you. I'm, I'm, this is why I think I'm the GOAT. So I respected what he did. So I, I liked it. Um, Danny had the disaster earth-shaking line. I did like that. Um, the difference between a GOAT and a GOAT herder. That was dope. Um, we said this is a shame son, Shang son. Midway through my secret is when the rain come. We did like a whole Mortal Kombat scheme. I thought that was cool by Danny. Um, I thought Danny started slow in the beginning, Watson, but started heating up. Um, why should I fear skill? I grab scissors and by sheer will be murdered by shares that I do by sheer will. That was crazy because, you know, that's the thing. That was, was share or the that share, was, whatever. That was crazy. That was that was that was insane penmanship, man. Insane penmanship. I thought Danny was spazzing because even if you notice through the second round, Watson, Diz even gave it up to Danny. You know what I mean? Um, I like what Danny said. I wrote these rhymes in Arabic. How fair is it that you got to sit here and cherish it? There isn't anything in the teachings of the Prophet Muhammad that'll make these haters stop with the comments. That was crazy. I thought Danny was, was spazzing in the second round, man. I ain't going to fight, man. Thought, Talk to me about Danny Myers' second round, brother. Danny Myers' second round was so lyrical, so ill, that disaster was like, I like your second round better than your first. I like your second round. Lying. The fact that Danny acknowledged that, the fact that he had to say it because he heard bars, and these were some insane bars. Now, mind you, this is the day after he battled franchise, and he chokes. Yes. And he, you know what I'm saying, right? Did not did not choke in this one. So uh, I, this was to me fire, man. I, I, I thought this was just an amazing, incredible display of lyricism by Danny Mines. But do you agree with Danny? But do you agree with this that his second round was better than his first round? Because I agree with this. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. All right. Round two, Diz says, they say goods versus cash is trash. And this here is the real platinum seller. No gimmicks, just an accurate measure to see who has a better battling record. I like that introduction about Diz, man. Did you? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Saying no gimmicks, just to, you know what I mean? No promo, no heavy promo. We just going to come in and rap. You know what I'm saying? Um, you've been wanting this battle forever. Oh, he's a passionate yeller, yelling at his notepad while he's spelling out my name in capital letters. I like that from Diz. Um, yo, Diz said, okay, he got Danny over the king of the dot from the A-Hot, A-Hot shelters or shit like that. That was crazy. Um, do you believe in a Mandela effect? I do. I put you in a full Nelson, open up your cerebral cortex, and dismember it. Uh, wow, the next time you see his footage on a timeline, it won't be the same way you remember it. That was crazy by disaster. Um, the Helter Skelter boot camp click line, I'm pretty sure you appreciate that line of disaster. 
Um, said Danny, any league can book you. You cheap like Delta. I like that line also. Um, oh, well, hey, I love his Can I give you my beef? Okay. You want me to give you my beef with that line? Yes, sir. I fly Delta. Delta ain't cheap. I fly Delta. If you don't get Delta months in advance, dude, you're not getting a cheap ticket. It's that simple. So when you said that, it sounded dope, but no, I ain't going for it. <laughs> so I was like, man, that, I'm not buying that line, brother. <laughs> Fuck that. Now, here is the haymakers of haymakers for me. And just ask the second round. How could anybody see you a king, say you a king in wait, how could anybody see a king in you? When anybody can have a seat with you. You're dealing with the real life of Zelda. You see, I magically control the whole room when you battle me. Ain't nobody in my whole class is a match for me. Like Matilda. I held you up high because you was one of our members. But you stay you said you stayed as you stayed aside league act your whole life. All the main cards, you didn't headline none of them, ever. You've always been a sideshow, a, a undercard to the undercards. Yeah, you might be getting cheddar, but you forget how to build your image and your skills with business ain't getting much better. Talk to me while about that. I thought that was fire. That was crazy. You're going to have to, so there's a couple of ways to judge that. Danny will battle anybody on any league. Danny loves battle rap so much, Danny will battle for free. Okay? Which is crazy. That uh, is something that a lot of the top battle rappers who market themselves, have a big name for themselves, will never, ever even think to do. So this is right in terms of, with your talent and skill level, there's so much more you could potentially have been doing in battle rap to, to mm-hmm. financially compensate yourself. But you have no business sense. You're dumb. You're just, you just want to battle rap, and that's why you're stuck as a, just an undercard something. So I understood, I understood his point. And to me, it, it, it landed to people who believe people who go platinum and go gold are better than people like G-Rap who never go platinum and gold. If you subscribe <laughs> to that theory, then you loved what Danny Myers said. You loved it. If you uh, subscribe to that theory, if you subscribe to that theory, then you love that Redman is not a platinum artist. Um, the Farnsworth Bentley umbrella line was dope. Um, the local peasant synagogue line from disaster I like. I thought Diz was on his cocky shit. And everything he was saying was kind of factual. He was breaking down his career, man. When he says, I mean, I built Lion Time and King of the Dot from the ground up. And when I left them, they, they fell apart. I watched Organic shot himself in the leg like Cheddar Bob. I did like that. Um, said he built the left side connection. This round reminded me why disaster gets busy this round. The Twisted Metal car line was dope. Uh, we don't give you no credit. Just get to hold the debit card. Um, the head of charge line was dope. He said, So fuck yourself in the king of the dot rental car. Um, I thought this was trying to big boy Danny in this round, Watson, man. Low key was talking to Danny Soul also. Um, the turtle at home eating cold pizza. Talk to me. Who got the second round, man? Oh, man. This one is difficult for me, man, because. Debatable. 
it's a debatable second round. And if I give this the second round, it's it's going to impact how I overall look at this battle. Okay. This one is hard for me to judge because he was he was talking some factual points. You know, I, got kids, I, gave, I, I gave Arsenal all the credit in the world for doing the same exact thing to um, twerk. To twerk. I gave him all the credit in the world for doing it. I can't not give Disaster credit for doing the same thing with Danny. So I'm edging. But, so check this out. I'm edging Disaster. Okay. Because of what he was saying, but I liked the, mm-hmm. the, the, the the rapping, the display of rapping ability more from Danny in the second. But the talking to your soul, it hit home. It hit home. Okay. It resonated. All right. uh, round three, Danny went into Diz, saying, you know, Diz taking Eminem style from rhyme pattern, flow delivery. Um, how are you a disaster when I was born black in America? I, I gave a jazz face when when, when Danny said that. Um, the Captain America line was fire. Um, only one of us can say nigga without it sounding cringeworthy. I like that line from Danny. That was, that was, that was, that was, um, I, I love that, man. Um, the Middle East line was dope from Danny. Um, Danny's oh, parallel man, universe. Was, you like the, the Middle East line was, was fire, crazy. right? Yeah, man. Damn. Danny's parallel universe was straight to me. It was okay. Um, can disaster beat me here in this what, pit? No can do. That was fire from Danny. Um, the cash station turmoil get some get some emotional line was fired by Danny. Um, the head twisted corn on uh, roll line was was dope. Um, I'm bringing lyrics back to the bay on some yuck mouth shit. Obviously, you know, catering to the LA crowd, man. But talk to me about Danny Myers' third round, sir. I saw Danny spit another remarkable, incredible, incredible local third round. It was, it was a, it was an amazing third round. I felt everything he was saying. I had such an appreciation for what he was saying. It highlighted why Danny Myers is one of my all-time favorite battle rappers ever, why he is the king of Harlem. Oh, God. He's the king of Harlem. Jesus. Round three, disaster. Um, this went back into his Danny, you know, all the mistakes Danny made in his career. Um, the seedless fruits line was fire. Um, he said, that's why we got Geechee, to keep the balance and make it even between you two. I thought Diz was painting a picture that Danny is selfish and wanted to be on his own type, you know what I mean, in this particular round. Um, the Tekken 7 secret moves line was dope by Diz. Um, he said that's real pen game, not the type of shit he do. My definition of good writing is different than what it means to you. To you, it's what the punchline means. For me, it's actually being meaningful. I did like that from disaster. I'm not going to front, man. Um... And then when disaster went into the battle at West Coast angle, talking about rap Olympics and you know Danny wasn't in attendance and all that. The WRC, um, Danny wasn't there. Grind time, in fact, the Fight Club OJ line was crazy. Um, the Pentagon line was 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 dope to me also. Um, he said, yeah, he likes haymakers and punchlines, but forget the branded image. 
you know, you got the battling spirit, but what's good is a haymaker. If your punchline doesn't come with a personality with it or some shit like that, that was dope. Um, the best West Coast accomplishments is battling me. You say you're six years older than me, but call me your OG. I thought, and this defecated on his parallel universe, man. That's, I'm, I'm going to call it what it is, man. He defecated Danny on your um, parallel universe, man, when he went into all that scientific shit, man. Talk, talk about the third round before we wrap it up. How you calling it? I thought, Dan, I, I thought, I thought Disaster's third round was one of the greatest third rounds he's ever written in his life. Wow. 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 I thought, I thought Disaster's third round, which was unlimited, was three rounds into one round. Everything oh. you said, I started off. That West Coast history lesson, that battle rap history lesson, that spoke to my soul. That's what I believed in and respected. Because while all these motherfuckers is running around thinking, Cassidy is that battle rap, um, right. that's the pain of the let it be no battle rap. Been here. Been here. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I liked when he did that. Then, when he said, now I'm going to get scientific on you. And I didn't know where he was going with it, because I'm like, yo, you going slow? Where are you going with this? But it was genius because we saw where he was going with it. When he was like, oh, you battle drag on? Oh, yeah, in your parallel universe, nobody can co-sign it. I thought that was phenomenal. And then he went into disaster beast mode. Then he went into disaster beast mode for his third different scheme and approach to the round. This is why Diz won the battle. I was trying to figure out how Diz going to be able to beat Danny Myers. Mm -hmm. His third round, the mm. real talk, the history lesson, yeah. it was enough for me yeah. to give yeah. Diz the battle 2-1. And, but this is one of those 2-1 battles where I have nothing bad to say about Danny Myers' shit. I just thought Diz used the history of battle rap, his resume against Danny, because everything he said was a fact. It's just hard to I agree with that. He was hitting them with facts. And that's the and thing. To I watch him give the battle, to watch him give the uh, disaster the battle, you got to know how real it is because Danny Myers is his guy. You know what I'm saying? So, Danny, I'm pretty sure you're hearing this and like, wow. Uh, anybody that thought what happened Danny in this battle between Danny, three and watching, if you watch it. Danny knows it. Danny knows disaster's third round was incredible. He knows it. It was unlimited, and he used – that was the greatest use of an unlimited round I've ever seen. That I've ever seen. Because yeah. remember, when you watch uh, the battle, it's like 20 minutes left. And I'm like, what the yeah. fuck? What the fuck is going to do? Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Dope. All right, man. That's what it is, man. Disaster and Danny Myers, both of us got this here, man. Watch out. I don't think it's acting stupid. I think we got 30 minutes here, 25 minutes here for some reason. But let's talk some hip hop, though, man. Talk to you, man. What's on your mind, man? Uh, the great thing about hip-hop is, um, I alluded to it earlier, Lloyd Banks said we're at a point where if you're a lyrical rapper, you're somehow whack. I mean, Lloyd Banks is saying that. Like, we're at a point now where being a dope MC is being clowned upon. And, and the reason why that's, that's, that's brought up is because Benny's album, The Plugs I Met, is now getting mainstream hip-hop reviews, and people are talking about it. Joe Budden's podcast talked about it. Everyday Struggle talked about it. 
I want to say that's a great look for Benny and Griselda. Two years later, fine, from when we was listening to my hard body, two <laughs> years later, um, you know, the mainstream hip-hop culture is literally acknowledging their existence. So I think that's dope. Um, yeah, I agree with that. Agree. Joe Bud, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't know where you where, where you coming from. When you said listening to Benny, you want to go rob somebody? Is that is that that's the feel you got when you listen to the plugs I met? Let me ask you three. Is that how you felt when you heard the plugs I met? You felt you felt no, energetic I, I, that you wanted to rob somebody? No, I don't want to rob anybody. But if anything, you're gonna. I don't think robbing when you listen to the plugs the plugs I met makes you go into the robbing aspect of of of, of crime. So to speak, right now, if you right, say you want right. to cook up, if you say you want to cook up, if you say you want to cook up and shit like that, yeah, if you say you want to cook up and and if you were uh, our age guys that was hustling back in the day, any guys our age now that did stuff on the streets back in the eighties and nineties, they can relate to shit like this and probably reminisce on the shit they did that Benny's talking about. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, so I don't know. Let's see what Joe's going with that a little bit, though. Um, also, also, they didn't spend enough time talking about the album. I mean, it's only yes, it's uh, only yeah. six songs. It's only six songs, and you know, we got a point in hip hop where you got to give me a little bit more than it's dope, it's nice. Yo, Benny's lyrical. Yo, he got black thought. That's dope. Make me want to rob somebody. Yeah, man. Yeah. Dope to hear that, man. They got busy. <laughs> to me, that doesn't explain nothing. I, I, I would never go buy a hip-hop album if that's what I heard. Okay? So that's one. Then, <laughs> then we go to Everyday Struggle. The fact that these two niggas get paid to talk about hip-hop, <laughs> to, me, to me, is equivalent to Donald Trump being president of the United States when he just doesn't give a oh, fuck about God. being president. And all he's doing is, is, is getting rich. All he's doing is this making his his Colin Cowherd analogy back here, but no, no, seriously, seriously. The fact that these two guys, and mind you, I don't watch everyday stuff, so these are stuff that pops on the Twitter timeline, and the decibel goes. Benny dropped an album. Are we going to talk about it? And to see Wayne, who's uh, who's in his thirties, and to see Act, who's twenty fucking who nine state property on, who is Dallas State property, because to hear Wayne. And Ag is then at 30 years old. The man literally acts like he does not. He acts like the kind of hip-hop Benny does is like me and you listening to Grandmaster Kaz in The Furious Five. Right. And, and right. like he, he talks about it like that. Do you see how uncomfortable he is when he talks about it? Like yes. he's like, okay, I don't it's, want to it's cringeworthy. it's cringeworthy watching me hear academics talk about shit like that. I'm not expecting academics to give me a full breakdown of black thought bars. I but it's not, not even a full breakdown. It's how he talks about it. He talks about it like it's weird. Like this is some strange, uncomfortable shit, and I don't want to offend all these quote-unquote old heads. You know what I'm saying? Like think about it. We're at a stage in hip-hop where if you don't rhyme like Offset, you sound old school. Like if you don't rhyme like, okay, look at the plug. 
fuck all that, man. This dude is in complete artist rapper mood. And man, oh man, this nigga is dead nice. All you guys know about him from the plugs I met, from the phone he got with Benny and Conway. And we put that shit down. That's like. That yeah. Black Sunday joint he got, ah, that should be in a rotation for me. And I like the butcher music of a face. And the production on here is fire. The 97 Pain joint that he did over for Bob Benny the 97 yeah, Hole. 97. Oh, my God. Sidebar. Sidebar. Did we not say that RJ Payne had a, one of the best verses between uh, him and Benny on, on Plus I Met? We said he, we had his verses better than always. Remember we was car. breaking down? Remember we was breaking down? That George Jefferson cleaner line, how ill yeah, that line was, and we were breaking hey, that shit down. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this album, man, yo, I, I, this is oh, what yeah. makes me love oh, the maniacs. Because, yo, Cassidy, it, it makes me yo, love Cassidy, yo, Cassidy, you ain't spitting like RJ Payne, my guy. I'm tell you that right now, my nigga. Cassidy, I don't care if you niggas hate on what I'm saying. You. It's a fact. <laughs> Cassidy, let me tell you this. There's nobody in Philly. Better tell you you spitting better than RJ Payne on Leatherface. You don't got no 97 Payne shit on your shit. Blood on the Nothing. chainsaw. Nothing. Because 97 Payne was breaking that shit down? My nigga. Yes, that, I'm the bullshit, man. Listen, I ain't shitting on you, Cassidy. You ain't rapping like this, B. At nah, all. you ain't rapping like this, man. Nah, at you ain't rapping like this at all. all. Stop saying shit. You ain't rapping like this at all. Listen, you ain't no Cassidy. What's dope is this? Benny, Benny brings him the Black Soprano family. And, you know, sometimes when guys bring somebody under their wing, put them under their wing, sometimes, yo, R.J. Payne is dope, man. He's dope. I'm glad he's getting that look with Benny and Griselda, man. And he's really um, shouting out Benny and really screaming West Side Gun and shit. You know, you, you can tell he's really down with Griselda. You know what I mean? Yo, he shouts yeah, them out. Man. He shouts them out on, like, every song. Heavy. Put your heavy. Out of one. heavy. And, and that hunger? You hear the hunger in his voice, the way he rapping? Yeah. That hunger yeah. is, like he said, he, he got on one of the songs, he says, you ain't heard hunger like this since Seagull Sound with the Rock. Rock, yeah. And I was yeah. that with my people that work, we was like, ooh, like, yeah, that's that, that's yeah. real talk right there. Yeah, and salute to Benny. Let me, let me say something. Yo, salute to Benny. Benny has made it very clear. I love hip-hop. Fuck y'all niggas. Whatever y'all yeah. niggas want me to do, y'all niggas want me to do offset, I ain't doing that, nigga. I'm rhyming with grimy niggas who want to rhyme, who got hunger, and then I'm rhyming with the best spitters in the game. And and I Yo, respect that a million times. Benny, 38 Stash, um, Sue Surf shit I'm playing. I'm playing RJ, RJ Payne now. Gorilla Goose getting burned for me, Shay Noah. That's what I'm playing this year, man. Yo, my man, let me tell you something right now, man. I, I, I got to say something because you brought up Shay Noah. My nigga, that's up in the bottle is my fucking answer. Yeah, son, that's the jam right there. That's up in the bottle, that's me. Shout out out to Freddie Gibbs, man, because, listen, I'm not going to say I'm the biggest Freddie Gibbs fan, but dude's been telling me to go listen to that um, Mad in the Mad Lib uh, project. That Freddie Gibbs joint is is, kind of dope, my God. I'm not going to fuck, man. It's kind of dope. So I haven't heard it. I need to hear it, but I've seen seen a lot of people on the timeline talking about that album is dope. You got Killer Mike on there. You got a song with Most Death and Black Dark, my guy. You got a yeah. with Pusha T drum and Killer Mike is dope. Even this freaking solo change, the, the production is fire, Let me man. Something. Let me something. on his how's the, how's, how's the um 
the joint with Pusha T. Because people on Twitter argue me that it's the verse of the year. I wouldn't have Pusha's verse over Katie's special verse on um, Black, Black Sunday. I just wouldn't do that. On Sunday night, I would have picked the Sunday joint. I, I wouldn't either because I, I heard both. And, and let me tell you something. And let me tell you something. And I told Special. Special, oh, niggas is trying to, to take verse of the year away from me now, I see. He tweeted that yesterday. I know exactly what he means and exactly what he's talking about. Pusha T is a fire verse. Pusha T is way more known than Spech. And all of a sudden, yo, Pusha, this verse of the year shit. Really? This is what we're doing? That's what we're doing? I know exactly why Spech said, oh, niggas trying to take verse of the year away from me. Listen, man. Like, I, I'm we talk about Benny and Pusha doing songs together. I wouldn't mind seeing 38 and Pusha do a song together. And I don't think Pusha will have, have a better verse than 38. I just don't. I don't either. And that's not and that's no shade to no shade to Benny. Uh, I'm Pusha not at all. Not at all. Not at all. No shade not to Benny. My man got on the track with Jada Kiss and Benny and had the best verse. So you yeah. think he ain't gonna have a verse? <laughs> so yeah. yeah. I, w- I wish Killer Mike would have a verse on that song though, but whatever. Um, the song with Black Thought and Freddie Gibbs is called Education. Black Thought's verse is. Shit, Black Boy's verse is better than Pusha T's verse on Freddie Gibbs' album. What are you talking about? I don't think he's talking about. So you know that's no shade you know to, that's no shade to Pusha T. I love the yeah. fact that Black Thought at 47. Black Thought is 47 years old, y'all. He's the same age as me. He's my generation. That's why I'm so fucking arrogant and biased towards my generation in hip-hop. That's why I always thought my generation was the best ever of MCs. Because my generation's MCs right now rap better than all you niggas. And I love it. I fucking love it. You young niggas, I don't know what y'all doing, man. Because I changed how we used to rap with this funny style flow. I'm not, I'm not saying y'all not getting your money. I'm saying it's a funny sounding flow, nigga. Listen to clout. The modern way niggas rap is how Offset was bombing on clout compared to the way Black Thought bombing on the on these latest projects. Man, it's different, man. I'm sorry, I don't have the answer. I like this, year, man. Listen, to, listen to these niggas, man. Sorry, <laughs> no disrespect to y'all. P Rock, I think P Rock tweeted something out a couple of days also. So and I, I yeah, I retweeted. I mean, you know what I'm saying? P Rock said, "Hey P Rock, can we get that joint? You and Sky Zoo already, man? Can y'all drop that shit already? God damn! I'm trying. I 100, I 100,000 percent agree with when P Rock said that because let's be real, it's the truth. Think about this." You've been listening to hip-hop since it started. There was always the next new dude up next, carrying a torch, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Mm-hmm. Making this shit work. And now, now, like Lloyd Banks said, if you're lyrical, you, you, you get laughed at. You get dissed. Not about me. Not about us over here. Not about the good people here at PSA Hip-Hop. Sorry. Not at all. Uh, not at all. I got the one of them that actually rhyme. You know what I'm saying? So I was listening. Oh, to let that. me give you a little shout-out. The Salam Remy, um, the Salam Remy Joel Ortiz project, right? It's a quick, like, EP. Yeah, he naked and all kind of people on there, right? He got, you know, that, that's, that's, that's going to that's gonna come next. This one is just Salam Remy produced everything. This, to me, is going to be, um, Joel Ortiz, if Joel is the right producer and the right focus, 
You don't try to be funny. Don't try to be comedic. Joel. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. You're telling Joel not to be comedic? Yeah. Yeah, comedic. That's just one of his powers from him, my job, my guy. That's one of Yahweh's powers, man. That's like telling Joel yeah, Bell well, to be I, he, he does such, yo, he does so much introspective shit, though, man. You got so much introspective for me. I just want him to get busy, man. For example, why do you like the plugs I'm at? Say it again? Everybody got busy. That's what they, that's the, the moral of the story for that was get busy. Get busy. Be nice. Right. I think Joel Ortiz, with the right focus, can do that. But that the com- the comedy stuff, you know. That's Joel, man. That's Yahweh, man. That's Yahweh. We still have no summer hip-hop anthem, bum-ass rappers. We still have no summer anthem. That's ridiculous, man. You like mean to tell me uh, old, time, old Town Road ain't the anthem? Old Town Road ain't the anthem? Nah, fam. I'm good off that, dude. I'm good off that. Old Town Road, Billy Mills, Cyrus ain't the anthem? No. No. I'm good, man. I, yo, if I, if I could create a Slaughterhouse remix, I would put Elzine, Daizu, Sahad, and Prince together. And I said somebody else, too. The Elzine, Skye, Bante. Fonte, that's what I said, Fonte. Probably not spoiled, I was 2.5 right now. Fonte still got five. it? Fonte's dope, man. You don't rock with Fonte. Fonte's dope, man. Fonte, I'm surprised you don't like Fonte. I'm really shocked. That's like right up your alley. Give me Shout out to um, what's the um? I know Static Selector dropped uh, a project called Show Static. He just dropped a video with Bun B, Westside Gun, and Terminology, the Concrete Joint. I like that joint. Terminology got a great connect with uh, with um, has a great connect with uh, yeah man. That Static Selector connect is really great for him because he gives a lot of so That's a fact. Very underrated producer, man. Static Select has produced one of my favorite albums of the last 10 years, man. So I know how dope Static Select is. So, yeah. big, big fan of Static Select. Gotcha, mm-hmm. man. Take us home, my G. This a hip hop, home of hip hop appreciations. And you want to hear appreciations of 90s MCs? Where hip hop used to sound like before the academic era. Check out the appreciations, man. Here, what hip hop used to sound like. Oh man, that's what it is. Fans, your boy Dean Watson, man. P S A hip hop, man. Yeah.